Tell it, tell it, sing it, sing it, let the joy bells ring it, or and or evermore, tell and sing the news. Welcome to the Pastor's Heart. Dr. Craig Bush is pastor of the Grace Baptist Church in Kearneysville, West Virginia. Dr. Bush has been preaching, counseling, and encouraging people since 1980. Let his four-plus decades of experience help you today. We pray the Lord will use this time to keep you encouraged in your spiritual life. Join us now as we dive into some practical thoughts and truths from God's Word. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Heart Broadcast. This is Pastor Craig Bush, your host, and I want to encourage you today with a thought from God's Word. In Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 51, the Bible says, And straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida, while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when the even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he, uh, he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling in rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out, for they all saw him, and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. Jesus and the disciples have had a long, hard day. They've gone through the beheading of John the Baptist, their dear friend. They were used uh, of God to feed over 5,000 men along with their families with five loaves and two fishes and collected 12 baskets of food that remained afterwards. They saw a heap of people get saved at, a, at the preaching meeting while Jesus preached and people got saved before they were fed. The disciples are worn out physically, emotionally, spiritually, after everything they've been through that day. Then Jesus tells them he wants to go to by himself for a while and pray. And he tells them to get into a boat, row across to go to Bethsaida, on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. The disciples get about three quarters of a mile or a mile out and a storm blows in. Oh, great. What a, what a finish to an already hard day. The storms on the Sea of Galilee aren't just bad, they're violent. Many of the disciples were former fishermen and they were fearful for their life. The wind was blowing against them. It was contrary, making it even harder. And they're struggling just to stay afloat. The Bible says in the fourth watch of the night, that's 3 o'clock a.m. to 6 o'clock a.m., these tired, worn-out, frightened men look up and they see someone or something walking on the water. They say it has to be a ghost. Now, uh, the Bible says that they all saw him in Mark chapter 6, verse number 15, in that they were all afraid. These super spiritual giants were talking about ghosts, not Jesus. 
it was Jesus walking on the water. He was trying to take the fastest route and avoid people. And matter of fact, the Bible says that he would have passed by them had they not called out to him. But he saw their fear and he walked over to them and got into the boat. And as he got into the boat, the Bible says that the winds and the waves ceased. What a wonderful truth we find here. Let me give you several thoughts this morning. First of all, be assured if you're in trouble, he is on the way. Not just help is on the way, he is on the way. God loves you. Uh, God has your best interest in mind. Uh, God doesn't always keep us from struggling, but he never said that we had to struggle by ourselves. You see, he left us the Holy Spirit, and he knows that we're going to struggle. But he said, I'll leave you with comfort, and I'll, I'll take a personal interest in each and every struggle you have. Can I tell you something, my friend? If you are a child of God uh, and you're in trouble right now, don't you worry. He's on his way. Number two, uh, I think this is about as sweet as it gets. He can see you even if you can't see him. Do you realize that you don't have to see if you can see him? Knowing he sees me gives me all the confidence I need. You know, it doesn't matter what I see. I have to trust what he sees. Uh, You may struggle in the darkness, but God wants us to struggle in the darkness so that we trust him in those dark hours. Uh, I'd rather know that he sees me than I see him because his eyesight and his vision is far better than mine. My friend, he can see you even if you can't see him. It's interesting, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar looked in and that the people outside saw four men loose walking in the fire. Nowhere does it say that Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego saw Jesus in the fire. Those on the outside did, but those in the fire may not have seen him. Number three, stay in the boat and keep rowing whether or not you see him or not. Just keep rowing. Just keep doing what you were told. God told them, Jesus told them to get in the boat and row and go to the other side. No matter whether uh, there was contrary winds or storms, he said, get in the boat and keep on rowing. And when the contrary winds come, it's not time to jump out. It's not time to to bail on God. It's time to keep on rowing. Don't quit. Don't blame God for the storm. Just stay in the boat and keep on rowing. By the way, if you jump out, you're probably going to drown. Usually, quitters do drown. The real tragedy is what people miss because they jump out of the boat when the contrary winds come. God says endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Well, that means there are hard times coming. Next, keep on obeying. Don't make excuses. God does not need to hear why you want to quit and why you can't do something. Uh, God didn't care that Moses stuttered. God did not care that Moses had been 
uh, a murderer in, in Egypt before 40 years ago. He said, you go, I'll be with you, and I'll teach your mouth what to say. God does not change his commands because you don't want to obey it. God does not change his commands because you don't think you can obey it. God will never give you something to do that he has not equipped you to do. Jesus didn't send the storm, but he walked through it and showed the disciples how he expected them to go through storms. And lastly, let's not do things our way. Let's do things God's way. You know, we want God uh, to do it the way he did it sometimes in days gone before. God sometimes changes how he does things. You know, each and every one of the miracles was different. He performed the miracle, but it was different each and every time. Maybe we just need to trust him. That's what Jeremiah 33, 3 is all about. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. How about we just keep rowing and keep on going uh, whether or not we see the end? Let's quit worrying about whether or not he's coming back at the rapture. Let's just keep rowing until he comes back and takes us home to glory. Let's have a great day today. And let's give God a great day. From the pastor's heart, this is Pastor Bush. Thank you for listening to the pastor's heart. We hope this broadcast has been a help to you. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Bush's messages or learn more about Grace Baptist Church, visit gracebaptistwv.com. That's gracebaptistwv.com. Let's go out and change eternity today. Tell and sing the news.